there's some agencies that are more like one and done type people that are just like, all right, get them in, get them out. But it sounds from what you've just said there that it's like, it makes sense that you want this model from the perspective of just human interaction and, you know, working with a team over a longer time frame to, you know, maybe achieve longer term goals. So I think that's an important point to say, because I think this whole retainer versus project-based thing maybe doesn't bring that angle into the conversation nearly as much as it should. Is that fair? Yeah, that's totally fair. And yeah, I think there's pros and cons to both, but something I believe, I can't remember his name, but he goes by Search Historian on Twitter. But he had a talk at Webflow Conference about like a website not ever being done. And I firmly believe that in a lot of ways, like, you know, just, I I feel like when you do a project or you're starting a new website, you're literally just guessing what's clicking with customers. You're just determining a copy. You're trying to do a strategy. You're planning it out. You're thinking through it a little bit. Uh, Some people are obviously a little bit better at this than others. And like, you know, you can determine a really good process to get a really good end result, but you never really know how it's going to perform until you put it in front of customers and they start using it and they start, you know, signing up or downloading your resources or, you know, going through the book now or whatever, like flow you want them to go through. So like to me, you know, a website is like never ending. It should be like, you know, analyzed heat maps. You should look and see how people are using it and then change things based on that mold it and like, you know, tweak it and kind of work with, you know, the Webflow team or designer team to like implement these changes and just do it on an ongoing basis, iterate, change copy, you know, and grow especially with these fast moving like startups that we're, we're prone to work with, you know, like they're just changing things so much. Like their positioning is changing like almost every quarter, like they're just, and they're just trying to figure it out. And we like to be that guide with them be like, okay, yeah, let's try this. Let's try this route. We suggest this, maybe try this. And I really enjoy being that partner and like working with them in that regard because it's it's really cool to see them grow alongside us. And yeah, like I mentioned, you get really good relationships and everybody's happy. Yeah. And I guess like, you know, the more successful they are focusing in on that particular group of people, you know, startups, no startups, and it makes there a kind of flywheel effect because the more success you have with them, I, I assume, you know, the more you've got great case studies, the more you've got contacts within that same area and it's kind of like, it's like a no-brainer to sign up to a subscription with you. Because it's like, well, we've got the result. Like, this is an investment, not a cost. And we charge what we charge because we do good work. If you want to sign up, sign up. If you don't, don't. Like, it's as simple as that. Whereas, I think sometimes there's this kind of, we make beautiful websites thing. And without really knowing kind of what's the like what are the results like yeah yeah you know i can see you make beautiful work but in my head like are all these animations helping the business or you know making the the ego of the client satisfied yeah yeah so yeah i think it's a scale like obviously there's lots of projects that need that really high-end design touch because it's that's what the product calls for and that's what the value they're bringing is like high-end experience and obviously that ties to the website but you know to me when you're a designer you need to really think about you know the output as well like you know making sure that they're getting a proper product that is delivering on the thing that they're trying to do and it's easy for designers to just focus on the design 
Like that's just what your skill set. And you can make it look pretty and you know, make something you want to share. But you got to find that middle ground that's functional, effective, and looks pretty as well. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. If anyone's going to DM me on Twitter after seeing this episode and be like, fuck you, Jack. I make designs that are pretty and people pay <laughs> me for it and they deserve to pay me for it. That's totally cool. I'm not trying to say that that's not fair. But just like Keith just said, I, I think there's got to be a balance, just like anything. Totally um, agree. Okay. Cool. I'm I'm expecting a lot of hate for this comment, so that's totally fine. Hit me in the DM if you want to shit on me. Hit me too. Um, Keith, can I ask you, you, no, you, what you said is totally reasonable and fair. Maybe, maybe it's not on my end. So let me ask you a little bit about the financial stuff. You just said there that, you know, someone that signs up for 5k a month is going to stay with you between six and 12 months on, on average which sounds great because obviously you can have not only great results in that time, but you know it sounds like generally a lot better from a pricing standpoint than maybe like a, a project-based pricing. Am I right? Did I hear you right when I'm saying those numbers back to you? Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. Like I think you could have clients that are paying you 5K a month and you're getting to do maybe a page or something a month. And that works out. That's really great. That's really profitable. But then sometimes they come in and they need, you know, 10 pages and a whole resource thing and they need it done in the first month or whatever. So the scale can vary. And sometimes it's less profitable in one month and more profitable in another month. But what I noticed over time is a lot of clients just stick with us long term. Like we, we have very little churn. Any clients that we've parted waves with were mostly on our end because we just weren't jiving. So when they come in, that's great. We do a lot of stuff usually for them in the first couple months. Like we just bang out, we'll do, we'll rebuild your site. We'll like go through and format every blog article. We'll like go through all your link redirects. We'll go through and clean up all the classes and stuff. Like we'll just do a lot of dirty work to get your project up to snuff. And they really appreciate that. And then they kind of usually like to stick around long-term because of that. And maybe there's months where, they got a really big initiative where it's kind of crazy and they want to do a lot. It's it's a very ebb and flow thing. But then, you know, sometimes there's just a month where they don't even contact you and you still get, you know, your retainer. So it's a great thing to have for like long-term longevity as an agency. It's just like recurring income. And if you find the right clients, it's awesome. You know, there's lots of downsides and stuff as well. But from the financial side of things, it's it's great. And it's, it's just like a, maybe a more like we're, we're boyfriend and girlfriend versus like just dating where like project based might be dating and you just go on a date and you just hang out and then you part ways. But we, we go in long term and we invest into their success. I wonder what you were going to say with that metaphor. But yes, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, wait, long term partnerships does sound like stronger for you, for what you want. Some people like monogamy. Some people like polyamory. You've got to decide what's best for you. There is no right and wrong people. That's a completely different podcast though, Keith, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, for sure. 